Welcome to Dominion Today with Kevin and Chantel Davis, a podcast where you will learn how to discover your calling, live your purpose, and fulfill your destiny. By listening to these episodes, you'll build the confidence you need to operate in dominion and authority so you can walk in the revelation of the victory that belongs to you in Christ Jesus. Now, here's your host, Kevin Davis. Hallelujah. Father, we declare that indeed this is the season for suddenlies. This is the season where you are going to move with such power and such precision by your spirit and that the fire of God would be evident and would come forth from your people. Those who have been consecrated, those who have been prepared for a time and a place such as this. Lord, I pray that this would be the revealing and the season of the revealing of your sons and daughters for this powerful move of your spirit not only in this region not only in this nation but indeed the nations of the earth and so lord i pray that that which you are about to do that this would be the month that this would be the moment that this would be the season of us seeing the fulfillment and the finishing work of the cross of the lord jesus christ father i thank you that even this hour that things are shifting things are moving and that things are turning around in our favor that there is a massive rumbling noise and a rumbling sound that is taking place in the realm of the spirit and so lord i thank you that indeed it's not by might nor by power but by my spirit says the lord and so holy spirit we dedicate this morning to you come and have your way come and have your way in us and through us and let the name of jesus christ be lifted up on high in your name we pray amen and amen come on one more time can we just hear it for jesus amen hallelujah you can have your seat for a moment thank you so much i'd like to share something with you before we get into a time of worship two powerful scriptures that i want you to be reminded of this day from galatians chapter 3 Verse 13 and 14 and then verse 29. And I'm going to read from the King James Version of the Bible. It says this, it says, Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree, so that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ that we might receive the promise of the Holy Spirit through faith. You know, what? we're living in a day and age where there are so many people who are trying to make themselves more Jewish. There are people, Christians, who in fact, from the perspective of that which is written, are Gentiles, not Jewish. In other words, they do not come from a Jewish ancestry. But they are those who would attempt to do everything they can. They learn Hebrew. They try and keep the feasts. They try and keep the law. They try and revert back to an old covenant. With the book of Galatians very clearly say to every single one of us. That Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law. In other words... God has orchestrated for us not only a divine exchange, but a powerful and supernatural shifting in the realm of the spirit that has real tangible effects in the natural. Can you say amen? So Christ hath redeemed us 
from the curse. Why? So that prosperity can be our portion. Am I speaking to myself here this morning? Even if you do not as yet see it, even when you are surrounded by calamity all around you, even if it is that all your family has ever known is poverty and lack and need, I want you to know today that these are not my words, but the words of God as He once again makes it clear that Christ Jesus hath redeemed you from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. For it is written, cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree so that the blessing, can someone say blessing? So that the blessing of Abraham might come upon us, even us who are Gentiles. Why? Because we've been grafted in. We have come into the covenant that God made originally with Abraham. But then God did not just grant us or graft us into the covenant that he made with Abraham. He said, you know what I'm going to give you and establish for you a better covenant based on even better promises. So in other words, that which Abraham had should be at the very least what we should have. The most Abraham ever had should be the least we should expect from a better covenant based on better promises. Come on, am I speaking to someone here today? And so it is all about the expectation of your mind, the expectation of your heart. And as I'm going to be sharing a little bit later this morning, the devil is all about challenging what it is that you believe. And so the question I have to ask you and everyone who's watching and listening all around the world is, what do you believe? Because Abraham believed God and it was counted to him as righteousness. So the question is not only first and foremost, do you believe? The second thing is, is what do you believe? Because there's many people who would say, I believe in God. There are many Christians who say, I believe that God exists. But then when it comes down to what do you believe? Then they believe the latter lie of the fact that God is somehow expecting you to live in poverty, to be satisfied or content with struggling by. But that is not our portion in Christ. For Christ hath redeemed us from the curse. And then verse 29 says, And if ye be Christ, then are ye Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. You see, you're an heir. That means that you have access to an inheritance. What is the inheritance? Well, here's a couple of things for you to consider. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9, also in the King James, For ye know the grace which is favor, that the favor of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes, in other words, for our sakes, he became poor, that ye through his poverty might be rich. Why? Because Jesus was the one who was hung on a cross. Cursed is the one who is hung on a cross. For Christ has redeemed us from that curse. 
And then we all know this 3 John 2 says, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as thy soul prospers. You see, above all, God is wanting you to prosper. You say, well, how do I walk in prosperity? Here's a couple of keys for you. I'm not going to have time to go into all of them. But just one of them is Deuteronomy chapter 29, verse 9. So make some notes. Deuteronomy 29, 9. I'm giving you some powerful keys here this morning. How to walk in prosperity. It says, keep therefore the words of this covenant and do them, that ye may prosper in all that you do. In other words, there is covenant and we have access to covenant. But then also the Bible makes it very clear, even from the book of Isaiah, that if you be willing and obedient, you will eat the good of the land. The good of the land is there for you to enjoy, for you to be, for you to enjoy, for you to consume. When you look at that, which happens in South Africa, for example, you know, we, we export a lot of our produce. We export our best apples. We export our best pears. We export our best grapes. We export our best oranges. But the Bible actually says that we should expect the opposite. Because the reason why we export the best is because we want the best dollar price. We want the best price for our produce. But you see, when you are living in a state of prosperity, money is no longer an issue. And that is why you do not have to sing the best that the land produces to heathen countries on the other side of the world. For if ye be willing and obedient, ye shall eat the good of the land. And that is something you can take all the way to the bank. That's something you can take, that you can grab a hold of, and that you can run into the fullness of that which God has for you. Also Joshua 1.8, how do we walk in prosperity? It says, this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe and do according to all that is written therein. For then shalt thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then shall you have good success. You see, when you meditate upon the word day and night and you do not depart from it again, it comes down to this. What do you believe? If God's word says it, I believe it. That settles it. That should be your confession. If God's word says it, I believe it. And that settles it. And I'm not going to go into all kinds of debates. If you still want to believe that somehow your portion as a born again, spiritual believer is that of poverty and lack, then so be it. And then Dominion Church is not the place for you. Because we take the word of God. Literally. Some people might say at face value. Yes. Because if God's word says it, I believe it. And that settles it. That if we will meditate on his word. If we will consider what God has said in his word. And we meditate upon it. We think about it. We ponder on it. Day and night. Not just a quick devotional in the morning. Or before you go to bed, but continually. It's when you are going to be challenged during your day to make certain decisions. Decisions that can potentially derail your destiny. That can hamper your future. It is important that you are able to make decisions by means of wisdom. Wisdom that comes 
in understanding your position in covenant with God. In understanding what the word of God says about certain things. So that when you are confronted with an issue, you do not have to say, time out employer, I first have to go and fast and pray. Time out employer, I first have to go and consult the word of God and see what the word of God says about this particular situation. No, the word is already on the inside of you. That there is a well that you can tap into. A river of God that flows from your innermost being that will never ever run dry. So that when you are confronted with life's decisions and challenges that comes your way, that you are able to stand up and rise up and understand that it is God's truth about the situation. Because it is His truth and His truth alone that will utterly and totally set you free in Jesus' name. And so I want to close with this. Many other things I want to say, but we'll leave that for another time. I want to just share this with you. This is in essence a highlight of that which is written in Deuteronomy chapter 28, one of my favorite portions of, of Scripture. But I want you to just understand that as much as we can just claim every single one of these blessings, because Deuteronomy chapter 28 is divided into two segments, the blessing and the curse. And what is so sad about that is that the blessing, if you look at the chapter, is like, a third of the chapter, the first third of the chapter, two thirds of the chapter deal with the curse. You say, surely, Pastor Kevin, is the curse real? Yes, it's real, as the blessing is real. You see, God is not just going to bless, 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 but oh, there's no more curse. You, what do you say, Pastor Kevin? You just spoke about the fact that there is no more curse because Christ has redeemed us from the curse. Yes, those who are in covenant with Him. Those who are walking according to the dictates of the word, not according to the dictates of the flesh. Because if you're still at a place where God says, bring tithe to the local storehouse, which is your local church, the place that feeds you and nourishes you, and you are still in contention with regards to that simple instruction, you have to really reconsider your understanding of covenant. And also understand that Malachi chapter 3 does not just talk about withholding the tithe, it even talks about withholding the offering. That is even before it gets to that, which is a third kind of giving seed. Seed that you sow with intention and with precision for that which you are believing God to come do in your life with pertaining to your future. But I want you to listen to this. This is in essence a summary of the blessing. And I want you to just drink it in. I want you to take it this morning. And so this is Deuteronomy chapter 28, summarized and paraphrased. According to the Amplified Bible, the classic edition, which I'm reading from. It says, I listen diligently and pay attention to the voice of the Lord my God. I am watchful to do all His commandments, which He commands me this day. Therefore, the Lord my God is setting me high above all the nations of the earth. All these blessings are coming upon me and overtaking me because I heed the voice of the Lord my God. I am blessed in the city and blessed in the field. The fruit of my body is blessed and the fruit of my ground is blessed. And so is the fruit of my beasts and the increase of my cattle and the young of my flock. My basket is blessed and so is my kneading trough. I am blessed when I come in and I am blessed when I go out. The Lord is causing my enemies who rise up against me to be defeated before my face. 
they may come out against me one way, but they will flee before me seven ways. The Lord is commanding the blessing upon me in my storehouse and in all that I undertake. The Lord my God is blessing me in the land which he has given me. The Lord is establishing me as a person holy to himself as he has promised me because I am faithful to keep the commandments of the Lord my God and to walk in his ways. All the people of the earth see that I am called by the name of the Lord and that his hand is upon me and they are afraid of me. The Lord is making me to have a surplus of prosperity through the fruit of my body and of my livestock and of the ground and in the land which the Lord promised to give me. The Lord is opening to me his good treasury, the heavens to give the rain to my land in the season and to bless all the work of my hands. Therefore, I will lend to many nations, but I will not borrow. The Lord is making me the head and not the tail, for I am above only and not beneath. I am blessed today and every day because I need the command. I heed the commandments of the Lord, my God, which he commands me this day. And I am watchful to do them. I will not turn aside from any of the words that he commands me to this day, to the right or to the left, to go after other gods, to serve them. I am abundantly blessed because I serve the Lord my God with joyfulness of mind and heart in gratitude for the abundance of all with which he has blessed me. And so with that, as a powerful declaration, I want us just to get our envelopes ready. Even if you say this morning, I do not have any physical cash to put inside. It's not about the cash. It's about this being an act of worship. And so you can even fill in the envelope. If you are watching by means of streaming all around the world, you can go to the website dominion.org.za and you can go and click on give or just dominion.org.za forward slash give and you will find there are multiple ways for you to give. But for those of us who are here this morning, you can just fill it in. This is your point of contact. Irrespective of how you partake of this this morning and how you respond. But let's fill it in and let's be obedient. And with that, if you're ready, just hold the offering envelope into your hand and let's pray over this. Our tithe, our offering and seed that we are sowing and bringing to the altar this morning. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for this opportunity to once more demonstrate the fact that we understand covenant. We understand our divine position in covenant with you. And so, Lord, we declare that we will not withhold the tithe. We will not withhold offerings. We will sow seed by faith in the anointing knowing that it will always produce. I thank you for 30-fold, 60-fold, and a 100-fold return, a harvest, no end. Father, I thank you that as we sow this morning, we once more are demonstrating the fact that we take you at your word, that your word is the truth, it is yes and amen. And so now I also pray, not only over every member, not only over every partner, but every friend and newcomer here today, that my God shall supply all your need according to his unlimited riches in glory. In Jesus' name, amen.
So you can come to the front and you can sow your seed. And for those of you watching, if you'd like to partner with us, you can go to the website dominion.org.za forward slash partnership. There's ways for you to get involved and to get behind the ministry, the vision of that which we are carrying and that which we have birthed. But everyone else who's here this morning and even those watching, come on, we're going to go into a time of worship. So I'd like to ask you just to stand. Thank you for listening all the way to the end. If you'd like to help Kevin and Chantel reach and impact this generation, thank you in advance for sharing this episode with your world. If you have enjoyed Dominion today, follow Kevin and Chantel on Instagram, Facebook, and your favorite podcast platform, or connect with them online at dominion.org.za.